Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com. And remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey everyone, this is Bob Shoy here. I'm just giving you a little bit of like a pre-warning before this episode kicks off. First of all, you know, hope you all had a good Christmas and New Year. So this is our first episode of 2017. Uh, because we're all a little bit busy around uh, Christmas, we're doing things and bits and bobs and Beef's away in America at the moment and then Tiss is away and then I'm away. So we're, we're trying to cobble some stuff together for January. But before we've managed to record anything, I just had this little episode um, in the backlog, which I recorded about a month ago. Um, so Beef and Tiss won't be with me on this one. It's uh, me and my cousin, James Stein, who was on the EVP episode with me. And I went down to visit him on the South Coast. Um, and we sort of walked around one evening with the portable recorder to some haunted locations. Now, before um, you listen and get disappointed, I am going to say that there was a complete lack of research on our behalf. So um, a lot of the stories we're telling are just like from our memories um, of when we were told them as we were younger, because we used to visit that, that places quite a lot. Um, so it might not be the most accurate of tellings, but hopefully you'll enjoy the, the journey with us. Also, it's quite windy. So the points we're outside, there's quite a lot of like wind noise, but um, I've tried to reduce it as much as I can. And we are in tunnels and stuff some of the time. So, um, you know, it's a quite prominent at the beginning, but it's not all the way through. The other problem is, um, I, uh, was drinking throughout the evening and was visiting some haunted pubs and I was having a few drinks in them places and, um, you might be able to hear that as the episode goes on, I become slightly more and more intoxicated. And by the end, I'm quite um, slurry. I don't know how obvious it is. To me, it felt quite obvious that um, I'd had a few. Um, I might have um, a little bit of the giggles and slurring around towards the end of the episode. But again, you know, you're on the journey with me. So I won't say it was a complete failure. You'll hear there was, there's ups and downs throughout the evening. Um but it's a little something to, to tide you over until we get a proper episode next week. Um, and then we've got some really good stuff to follow. So um, on with the show. Why? Because he's starting, he's doing the breath before, like, holding way to go. That's alright, hello. You're listening to Weird Tales in the Unexplainable. It's Bob Shoy. And with me, as once before, <laughs> James Stein. Steiny baby. Special episode here for you. 
I've really said it's excited by it, don't I? Um, when we did the EVP episode, Tissy said he was impressed by James's presenting skills, and he'd be happy for him to sit in. Well, that's what he's doing. He's sitting in for Tiss and Beef. Just doing some volunteering. Um, obviously, if the job comes available, already got my application sorted. So. Uh, I'll try and cover the mic because it was a bit windy. Hopefully, it won't pick it up too much. Uh, but we're in Weymouth at the moment, and we're doing a little impromptu ghost walk of some of the local haunts. We've done a lot of research for this, haven't we? Yeah, so much research um, every every night before bed. So we <laughs> don't know how to talk about no, this. No, no. Just be casual. No. So we're going to walk around some spooky old places. Is this it? I don't know. I'll only know if I'm from the side. And, um... You know, I don't think it is. <laughs> right, we're outside the Chapel Hay Tavern, which may be haunted. <laughs> now, what are we doing? We're walking around Weymouth, on the south coast of England. So I've got to keep out of the wind. And, um... We're going to try and... I don't even know where we're going. Relay some spooky stories. It's all right. We're having a wander at night. James is a bit cranky because he's got work in the morning. But it's all right. He bought me a pizza. You're right, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where is? We need to find. We need to find somewhere. Like we can't. Yeah, we'll head toward the fort. Well, furthest point, and walk our way home. Okay. Explain what no fort is. Right. Okay. Well, just to give the basis of the episode, because I keep starting it and trumbling off. Right. On the way here. So what we're doing is we're walking around Weymouth in the evening in the dark in this winter cold evening <laughs> and uh, we're going to try and hit some of the haunted spots I said that didn't I <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah and then we're going to relay some spooky or strange stories from these places so at the moment we're on our way to the North Fort I did try and take us to the oldest pub in Weymouth but I couldn't find it and even if I'd found it I couldn't remember the story from that place what's it called? can't remember. It's got to be that place. It's the only place I've been. Maybe it was that. Oh, well, yeah. We just started outside the oldest pub in Weymouth. Do you don't want to go in there for one and then like, ask them if they know any ghost stories? No, not really. Didn't look very friendly. I'm sure it's lovely. Um, we're heading towards the North Fort now. Um, what's, what is the North Fort? What do you know about the North Fort? Right, so I think uh, the North Fort is it's not a tourist attraction, but it was a World War Two artillery base, I believe. Um, against the Germans, and basically, yeah. I, well, what the again? When we get closer to that, I'll go into more detail. But it has a tunnel network underneath it, which is where a lot of the hauntings are said to happen. Um, and it, yeah, it's just it's got a very creepy vibe. But anyway, but it's, it's, I think people did people live on there. I think maybe people lived on there during oh, that time. I think people were based there. Yeah, yeah. People would, soldiers would definitely have been staying in barracks there and stuff. Yeah. But you've got that one like creepy road that we're kind of coming towards sort of but you go straight up and you've got the tunnel so I think it's very secretive and very because it's very um, out of the way um, what we'll do is we're going to carry on our walk to the North Fort and uh, we'll turn it back on when we get there and uh, relay stories of the hauntings of the North Fort so glad you're joining us on this cold spooky night show her out <laughs> I'm so awkward when it goes on. I don't know how to talk. So we're on our way to the north. You might... Whoa! Fuck me. You might be able to hear this, but the um, the sea is chucking up a good one. <laughs> is that how you say it? <laughs> the waves are... Chucking up a good one. The waves are crashing over the fucking side. Oh, shit. And going all over the path. I'm going to try and get closer so they can get a noise of these waves. 
I gonna get soaked? <laughs> right, I'm gonna wait till the next crash and then I can run in before the one after. Here you go, here comes the big one. Whoa! Right, okay, I'm gonna run in. Listen to that! <laughs> Do you ever come down here at night? No. So it could be like this every night for you yeah, know. Yeah, I have no idea. We're like, whoa, this is a normal night at the night. It's probably spooky. If you think about it, like I think of a ghost ship bobbing up and down the water. I reckon it would be. I love stories of ghost ships. Do you know any ghost ship stories from Weymouth? No. Oh, sure we're out. It's <laughs> not my new catchphrase. Here comes a massive one. Fuck! Fuck! Them waves are pretty cool. That was actually awesome, I really like that. Cool. So with the uh, noise of that ocean roaring behind us, and the absolute pitch blackness of us walking underneath this canopy of trees, towards the no fort it's actually pretty creepy isn't it mate it's not somewhere you really want to be right now I'll, I'll say that um, but at the same time like it's like it's alluring like I'm, ex- I'm excited to be I don't know just seeing the waves there and they're literally crashing now and you feel like you're in a really wild place like it yeah. doesn't seem realistic like you just hear that bang then yeah, the yeah. waves how many years I've been travelling down here for holidays because I have lots of family. I haven't actually clarified this. I have lots of family that live in Weymouth. My grandparents live here and uh, I've visited here my whole life. So to come here older and be visiting these strange, weird places that I've heard about as kids in the dark, it's quite a creepy, strange feeling because I know these places in the light as a kid. But at night. But at night, older, like you get, I'm getting the double, I'm getting the nostalgia factor of being like, oh, I remember this place, but I never remember it like this. But I've never seen the sea that choppy, to be fair. And I the live. sea is wild. But James, you live here now, you moved down here when you got yeah, older. Yeah, that's it. I'm now, I live on the south coast, live by the beach, it's pretty cool, um, pretty lucky. Yeah, no, I like it because we we used to come on holiday, and then my family moved down here to follow our grandparents, and yeah, it's good. I, 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 I don't know, I don't think, I don't know if I'd move away, I'm not sure. So you're sort of my guide a little bit because you live here uh, yeah, as well I know as much. Sport, but again, you're, my kind of information has come from like local people and fo- uh, folklore, and um, I think a good thing to explain actually would be um, down here is an island called Portland, which is a very like um, isolated island that's attached. It's, it, it, it wasn't attached for years and years, but they now have like a, it's a peninsula, so they have like one road that goes. So if, if the sea like it is tonight, that road could potentially be closed, and the yeah. island is isolated. And it's really famous with Portland Bill, if you would look up that, um, which is a lighthouse. Uh, it was also a cartoon. I didn't know that. There was a cartoon called oh, really? Portland Bill, and it was about a guy who lived in the lighthouse. His name was Bill. But it's very... <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. But it's, it's a very, like... Um, there's a lot of tradition and um, folklore, and I'm gonna, one of the stories I've, I've heard, um, I'll say later, which is a local story. Um, but one of, the, one of the weirdest ones... I don't know if you remember this from when we were kids, but... Um, on Portland, you're not allowed to say the word rabbit. Oh no, here. I didn't know this. You never heard this? No. So basically, it's, it's seen as a bad omen to say the word rabbit on the island. Hang on a second. Got dog walkers. <laughs> Just blind them, my life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's seen as bad, bad an omen to say the word rabbit on the island because it's it, they're they're not respected, they're not liked because uh, Portland's really famous for its stone. So Portland stone. And back 
in a time of when it would it, the production was huge, a lot bigger than it is now, the quarrymen would quarry all this stone out of the um, quarries, obviously. And the rabbits <coughs> used to burrow in between between where they've been digging and in the quarries. So obviously, if they were then to dig in a certain area, it would cause like landslides and kill uh, oh, quarrymen. Okay. So obviously, if you saw a rabbit, it normally would be the last thing you've seen. So Ooh. then they became like this big omen. So now, if you say you know, if you say the word, if a local who's been on the island for years would say it's a really offensive thing to say. Huh. So I mean, yeah, yeah. So what you, do you have to say, bunny? Sometimes people say bunny, but again, I think even bunny and rabbit like. Um, Cheating a bit. Isn't it? You get a lot of people. It's, it's just an old story, but um, yeah. I've never come across it personally. Where I've, I don't really say it. I kind of hold up to tradition and don't say it. But I know people that go around their car and they'll shout "rabbit" or "bust off" or whatever. But like, it is still seen as a big thing. So wow. I, yeah, yeah, I've never heard of that. You know how that's quite cool. No, that's crazy. <laughs> so that's like that. Yeah. So Portland's very isolated, and the, there is a lot of folklore down here. And I think a lot of it primarily does come from. Portland, but there is a lot of history down here in, in in the war in the time of war and that kind of period. Something I would like to point out about these tales we're going to tell of Weymouth. A lot of these are going to be from the way we remember them here being told. So if you're from the area, I would love it if we had a listener who's from the area. Um, if anyone listening in the area or they they know Weymouth well and have heard these stories and we've completely balls them up, we apologise. But we're just telling them as we remember them, and these sort of stories do change over time through who you hear them from they're different so we're in a tunnel oh the tunnel to the entrance <coughs> of the North Fort yeah. oh yeah nice I hadn't even thought about that it's interesting because when I visited the North Fort as a kid because it is like James said it's a tourist attraction and you can walk around it's actually like a fun I used to really love coming here I don't know why as a kid I loved coming to the North Fort um, but I always found it creepy because a lot of creepy old mannequins and that in there <laughs> Of like soldiers and stuff. Well, yeah, about the tunnels, which we'll go into and more the detail later. Creepy. Yeah, the tunnels are absolutely. <clears throat> I don't know. They're, they're so intricate, aren't they? I think down there, like even if you came on like a really nice sunny day and it's like very touristy, you get in the tunnels. We used to scare each other's kids down there. Yeah, we were terrified. Coming and get lost. Yeah, get lost in the tunnels. But um, thing is, I was older, so I would always try and creep you out because you were younger, and I found it funny and I was horrible. But in creeping you out, I'd actually start creeping myself out more as well. Yeah, because I probably didn't gauge it. You got to remember, I was probably too yeah, exactly. engaged. I'm it. like, uh, this will get him, and I'm like, you're not <laughs> even getting it, and I'm terrified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, did you hear that? It's like I did. There was a little, little There is like, oh, can you hear that? And like, it's like the chains and rails rattling. This is really creepy. Like, because it is again, it's because I have so many memories of coming here and being scared. Yeah, but you came in the day when we started jumping, coming in. It's the creaking of the trees. Massive canopy that starts above the trees, and now we're going into the creepy No Fort Tunnel, which is a massive, almost like railway tunnel. Um, but you can walk through that you echo. Can hear that echo, hello there, in my voice. It's very, it's a strange place. Can you hear that rattling? Yeah. So you can actually really go walk under the grate. Yeah, the, the front gate's open. Oh my god, no fort's open, there's people in there. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> there is. They're telling us to go back. They're actually shouting they us to go back. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, they, they're pretty creeped out by us. Some people are uh, working late at the No Fort, and they're seeing us walking towards it, and they're shouting, who's that? So they probably think we're the... They're probably ghosts. ...whistling so I, I, I reckon they're ghosts. Um, let's get back under the tunnel and talk about the famous ghost of the No Fort. Yeah, you've got humongous walls, obviously, because it's a fort uh, to protect from uh, attack or anything, and it is a hill fort, essentially. Um, so the walls are really you've got almost like a castle grate at the front it's very like it looks very old fashioned yeah it's quite it's, it's really cool actually when you actually properly look at it 
Right, hold that a minute. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, Tiss isn't here, um, and Beef isn't here, but Beef is sort of here in spirit, because what I have with me is the hip flask that was gifted to me on the day of Beef's wedding, okay. um, as when I was his best man. Yep. So to keep us warm, I filled this up with whiskey, Good and I'm going to nip at this throughout the cold night. Cheers, Beef. Remember that? Yeah, so that's going to keep us warm throughout the night. Did you get my joke about beef being here in spirit? I, I didn't give it, yeah, thanks for good, explaining that to me. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> no, it's quite good. A <laughs> little bit of wordplay. Right, let's, okay, let's go into it then. Let's, let's talk about the whistling gunner. The, is it the whistling gunner? The whistling gunner. The whistling gunner. What do you remember? Okay, well, I'll tell you what I remember and then you tell me. Okay. So, in the No. 4, I remember in the tunnels, there's whistling that you can hear. And it's supposedly the ghost of <laughs> the gunner. <clears throat> I, be- I believe, actually, based on what I can remember of the ghost walks, etc. Because your memory's probably going to be better than mine on this. Right. But I think it was... Um, he worked on the cannons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and used to wipe all the cannons and stuff. He was a gunner, you're right. I know, yeah, I, I think that's where I got to that from. I don't think I remember it. Um, I, I can't remember how he died. The one I remember, I'll go, it's probably, might be a different story, but I'll go into it anyway. Right. There's a guy who used to work on the cannons at the No. 4, and then he was drunk, drinking right. whiskey out of a hip flask. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Get in the spirit of it. And uh, he thinks, oh, Warren, let's spice this up. And he looked at one of the little grates in the window, like where the cannon would fire out of. Right. And he thought he saw a mermaid sitting on a rock. Right. I don't know if you remember this one. Mm, it's sort of ringing bells, <clears> but I yeah, don't yeah. remember so it. I, I couldn't th- relay this to you, but now you're telling me. I yeah, saw so then I think remember. he, because he was drunk, he thought he'd saw this person out there. Right. He then decided he wanted to go swimming out there, and like swimming to the rock, and then he like drowned. We've all done it. <laughs> what? No, I've never done it. What? <laughs> I've jumped in the sea and waved in front of him drunk. Not for a mermaid, like... No, for that girl that I told was I was a history teacher, <laughs> Is that why you're in there? <laughs> yeah, I was messing around back to my dick. Just like just like hang there, like hang. Yeah, so he jumped in the sea to, to have swim, a little dance to swim, to swim, yeah, like to swim towards this mermaid apparently on the rock. Right. And then he then drowned, obviously, because mm-hmm. <clears throat> he was drunk. And and then he haunts now the tunnels, whistling. But he always whistled. Yeah, when he, he cleaned his cannons. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. I can't remember what's the word. Do you know what the whistle was? I can't yeah, it's pack up your troubles in your old kit bag. Yeah, that was, that was it. So when you're walking around them tunnels, uh, they play it on the... Uh, they have a little cassette that plays it in the tunnel. So when you're walking around as a tourist, it's like, oh, this is creepy, and it's genuinely creepy. And there's a little animatronic of a ghost at the end, which is actually genuinely pretty creepy, if I remember rightly. Yeah, but you then were scared of it. Like, I, if I can I just clarify? Like, it is literally... I think a toilet roll is like part of his costume. Well, when I was it's a kid, it was creepy. It was behind like a fence, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it just had like one arm that would move yeah, up and down. Yeah, it's creepy, mate. It's not creepy. Anyway, that is based <clears> on the fact that a lot of the people that worked in the fort afterwards, during the war and after, when there was being maintained, said that when they patrolled those corridors, yeah, they yeah, would that, hear yeah, yeah. the okay. whistling. Yeah. And some people even saw the ghosts. <clears throat> oh, so okay. that animatronic is based on what people said they saw when they saw the gunner. To keep it alive. So when you walk in them tunnels, not dissimilar to this echoey tunnel, yeah, you would hear. <laughs> I can't remember. Did you like the little walk? I was literally going to start whistling. Like it's the pressure's on. All oh, right. Let me try my whistle. 
sure do, you remember, do you remember how long it took me to do Westworld? Where I could never learn. I, got, I didn't learn until I was like seventeen. Literally, you, I, all my, you learned until you seventeen. Yeah, all my life I was like, as a kid, <coughs> I so always. This, this is a big thing for you. This yeah. is your personal destiny. That was why I was so like. Here we go. <laughs> you, why did you walk away from? Because I had to doing? like concentrate. I had to like do 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 do. That's a march. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to always want to whistle because I used to see people whistling and think that's so cool. <laughs> it's not cool though. It's <laughs> so carefree. It's because Malcolm always whistles. Our granddad always whistles <laughs> when he's walking along, and I wanted to be cool like him. And I would try for years, and I would, to the point where I'd get actually annoyed if people were whistling because I couldn't do it. I can't believe it took you that long to learn it. But this is what my happened. I wasn't 17. Terrible. I must have been like 14. So I was doing a paper round. So on my paper round, every day on my paper round, I'd be like, trying to whistle. Can never happen. This is not, this sounds like one of those such bullshit like film <laughs> stories. One day, really windy, wasn't paying attention, trying to whistle on my bike, and I knocked down a curb um, as I was driving. What, I whistle saw, fell out. And I, as I was going, when I, my body jolted as I hit the floor, I went. <laughs> yeah, and genuinely, I was like, "Oh, that's what I've been doing wrong." Like, knocked my mouth into the right shape, and ever since then, I've been out of whistle. That's ridiculous, isn't it? One boy and his bike <laughs> for one paper round that will change his life. The worst film of 2017, <laughs> The Whistler. <laughs> the whistling baby boy. <laughs> Starring William Defoe's Barbie Should Bob Oh Shaw. man, that would literally be my who, dream. Who would you get to play you? I would love to be played by no, William Defoe. You've got to be a child actor. Child actor. There's hardly any child actors around. Yeah. A young Sheila Booth. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila Booth is Bob Shaw. It's the Wizard. <laughs> Adam Sandler. That. It sounds like an Adam Sandler yeah. film. Have you seen The Cobbler? <laughs> no, but I, I saw right. the poster and it yeah, was right, I'm going to, this is like, I've, you do the recommendations of the show, this is an unrecommendation. <laughs> anyway, Whistling Gunner. Okay, um, yeah, the tunnels are, the tunnels are underground. So that's another key fact to tell you that they're actually underground. And yeah, the Whistle Gunner is the only one I know from the No Fort essentially. What else do you remember from the Ghost Walk in terms of stories you heard? Um, well, let's carry on to some other locations and tell the stories from there. Okay, but you'll need to, <laughs> you'll need to leave that because I have no idea what those locations will be. Okay. <laughs> I don't literally go along with it. Right, I better laugh the whiskey for a bit. James. You've taken us into some garden. Is there a ghost story here? No, <laughs> just get the whiskey out. Right? <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> really, you've just taken us out. <clears throat> right, so, right, basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to find out, because there's loads of ghost stories around pubs in Weymouth, like old pubs, and the Black Dog's the one I'm talking about, which I know about. Do you know what I reckon briefly. it is? Do you know why I think there's such a dispute? Why? Because Weymouth used to be split into two. Yeah, yeah. So it used to be Weymouth, old Weymouth. Which is where we're now. Where we are yeah. now, and Malcolm Regis which is where the promenade is and where everyone actually thinks of as Weymouth. Um, So I think what it is is the boot is the oldest one on this side and the black dog is the oldest one on that side and no one really knows which of the two is the oldest. Well, I I say we investigate both of them. Like The black dog is literally near where I live anyway. So we'll go to the boot now. We'll go to the underpass bit. And then we'll head to the black dog. And if we can remember anything else on the way, we'll let you know. I've got that. Yeah, cool. So we... We're taking a little detour um, on the way to the pub. And we both remember a weird story from this place when we were a kid, right? Yeah, but I think you need to remember it more than I do. Because I, I just remember always being creeped out by this, which is we're now underground in a tunnel. Yeah, this is really creepy. This is really creepy. You've got to talk, because there might be someone sleeping there. Oh, right, okay. So, uh... This is, just, this is just horrible. Describe what you're I genuinely feel like I might get stabbed. This is we're under in a little tunnel under the roads of Old Weymouth. 
And from what I remember, um, I, the story definitely involved. Just made me jump. The way that reflected off that corner was like something looming over there. It's a big pipe yeah. that you see coming out. <clears throat> it's really industrial and weird on there. What story do you remember? Uh, it was something to do with a doctor for sure. Um, this is more you than me. I remember. And I feel like in. I remember this is the story that really creeped me out, but I don't remember it that well. I remember there was a doctor, and he either killed people here or killed people in work, and then killed himself here. But I'll definitely look at any either way. People either he killed himself or he killed people within the tunnel. But I used to always when we were kids, like, there's a door down here, right? Like there's graffiti on it, and it's quite creepy. Um, but I would love to know what's behind that door. Well, the graffiti on it says drugs help a lot. <laughs> so maybe drugs. <laughs> I definitely some drug deals happened down it. I don't know how this is not like. Why is this? Th- I don't. Do you know what I mean I haven't been down here since I was a kid? Like I don't know why it's like still allowed to be down here. It's so weird. I always used to walk like Steely's jibs. really low, so I'm about five eight, and I'm pretty much. I always used to walk jibs or whoever was with me down here when we was like, like having a night out. I've been like, I'll just go this way just to give it that creepy little bit. But yeah, that tunnel's creepy. If anyone can remember that doctor story, because I can never find it, let I me know. Whatever, either way, I remember that story. Someone died in that old tunnel, and it's been like seen, and their footsteps have been that heard under there or something. Done that. I don't like, it's, it's as soon as we come out, I feel alright. As soon as I'm there, I felt like you know, we talked about on them ghosts episodes. We talked about the feeling of like oppressiveness. Yeah, yeah. That's it's what really, I felt down there. It's very small though, and the yeah. ceilings are low. But it's I'm a little bit claustrophobic anyway, so that yeah. might play into it. But for me, as soon as we went in There's that tunnel, I felt very, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. like tight. My chest felt tight. Yeah. Definitely, like different atmospheres are great in different places. I think but it's, yeah, that is a strange place in, in Weymouth. Yeah. Um, right. So now we're heading to the boot, which isn't too far away. Um, yeah. It's it. The debate is it the oldest? Is it not? We'll find out tonight. <laughs> you know, ask them in there. Stein up. <laughs> so, oh my god, we're outside the boot. It's not crazy. This is the busiest. <laughs> this is, this is, is so city. busy for us to walk in and be like, so, <laughs> ladies and gents, can you hear that? Ghost stories? Of chicken licking, Texan music going on there. I'm going to pass this off to you then. I'm not, I cannot go in there and ask about ghosts to this side. Like, you're the one who told me. like line dancing. You just handed me the wheel. I don't remember what they were supposed to be. You said you're going to go in and ask me if it's the yeah, ice pub. Not, not when it's line dance night. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go in there. Yeah. I can't just walk in with this. Yeah. Right, I just, I just go. So you sell something for me. It's just the I thought you were in there with me. No, it was like. Let me go in, keep the recording on, but I'll buy a drink. Oh, yeah, I just don't think we're going to be able to hear what they're saying. In there. No, because it's so loud. Even out here. Let me go and ask and get a drink, and then we can record like we went in there and this is what we asked, and this is what it us. Okay. You can always do that way, can you? I'll try and record, if we don't get it, you can explain yeah, after. I might actually get a drink here, I don't always go in the bar and I'm asking like. Alright, yes, yeah, that's it. Pictures of the water, 
just let you know we've come in the boot. It's a lot more disco than, than ghosties. Um, I've got a quote for you about the boot. You're never a stranger in the boot. You're someone we're yet to meet. I don't think it's the place. It, it doesn't feel haunting, it just feels upbeat and friendly. Hey, I just did a bit of research. It's haunted. I'll tell you all about it when we get outside, when we get out of this place. It can't be haunted. If I was a ghost, the last place I want to be is here listening to this. Yeah. Where are they? So he's he's a... trying to haunt, but no one can hear it. Yeah, 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 Did you try and ask them behind the bar if it was the oldest pub in Weymouth? Too low. Huh? It was too low. So we just left the boot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, tried to be casual. Tried to be casual about it. We've just left the boot. Um, officially the oldest pub in Weymouth. It's 14th century. And uh, I've got a bit of a spooky story. I was going to try and hopefully tell it in there, but well, you heard. <laughs> I've got a little treat from inside the boot, which I'm going to put at the end of the episode. Something we weren't expecting to happen. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's unexplained. And it's it not haunting. It's not haunting, but it is terrifying. Um, <laughs> but I've got a little story for you from the boot, if you want to listen, if you want to get your spooky hat on. I haven't heard this as well, so this will be interesting for me as well. So you're researching. So um, this is the boot in Weymouth. Uh, oldest pub in Weymouth. Usually the boot refers to the Duke of Wellington and his long military boots. Spooky already. However, it occasionally refers to a 13th century priest, John Sean. People have claimed this priest um, to trap the devil in a boot. He drowned him at sea. I need to tell this story when it's not like the wind isn't blowing <laughs> in the microphone. <laughs> I was thinking that. Yeah. I'm trying to cover it like that, but in it's not doing it. In a boot. <laughs> in a boot. Let's go around here. However, people have claimed... The priest to trap this devil in a boot. <laughs> so it's the pub's named after this legend. The pub's named after this legend of a priest trapping the devil in a boot. Yeah. And they call it the boot. The boot that trapped the devil. I'll tell you a bit more. Ready? In a boot. However, this way of pub, someone named for a different reason. <laughs> it was after the jack boot. This was the leather vessel. It was employed to carry the beer from the barrels to the customers for their pots or jugs. The inn exhibits ghostly manifestations. These include several phantoms. There is also the ghost of a man wearing a pinstriped suit in a 1930s style. Well, well I saw him tonight in there, and he was not <laughs> He was dancing, wasn't he? And there's seven of them there. Do you see the size of it in there? There's no way you can fit seven of them there. With a Victorian sailor in heavy sea boots. Licensees have experienced much in the way of poltergeist activity with severe drops in temperature. When they open up the bar, they find that furniture and pictures have been rearranged during the night. Classic old pub story, oh, that, that's isn't pretty it? cool. Yeah. Uh, in the early hours of the morning, there has regularly been the sound of an invisible choir of men singing sea shanties. That's just drunk people walking past. Yeah, <laughs> we heard that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's singing, someone singing a bit of a shanty in there tonight. <laughs> in the English Civil War, a bloody battle raged around the inn. People say that several of those killed. Well, I didn't know. That's interesting. To have taken up their ghostly residence. In they the, killed around the battle in the yeah, end. Yeah, they take up their residence in the nearest pub, the oldest pub, the boot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with the black dog on this. I think you, you're all the boot, the boot this, all the devil in a boot. But I'm, I'm telling you, black dog, black dog's got it, mate. Yeah. When we go there, I'm going to tell you, like the black dog is 
It's a black dog. Well, that, and that, and that, that, will will lead, that will lead me on to my amazing Do you want to spark up story? a little bit of controversy when we get into the black dog then and be like, apparently the boot records are the oldest pub in Weymouth? Yeah. What have you got to say about yeah, like yeah. that? I reckon the black dog is going to put us... Put All right, on. we'll lead away then. Right. All right, just walking into the black dog. Spooky, spooky. <laughs> Mate, we've come in into our ghost with some madness trip you've had on stage. I reckon we can get some good stories. Alright. Yeah. I'm trying to think there's history. Work around the oldest pubs in Weymouth. I have that good story I need to tell you. Yeah, but you can't tell it with madness playing. It's not scary. (laughs) No ghost story is scary of madness in the background. So, in the black dog. Madness tribute band. Not not the scariest atmosphere. It's quite an old pub though, like looking around it is like you got beams uh, along the ceilings and everything and old lights and which one do you looking looking at this one compared to the boot, which one do you think personally is older? Because we should Google the black dog. <coughs> the boot's small though, it's small. But they seem like the same period, don't they, really? Yeah, they're probably the same age. Uh, and they just argue over which is oldest because they're like all of the publicity. Yeah. Yeah. The oldest in Malcolm, the oldest in Weymouth. And now Weymouth's one big place. It's like, we're the oldest. But all you hear about pub ghosts is just smashing pine glasses, don't you really? Like, yeah. So that's the kind of things I think they've had here. What I've heard well, about like the black smoking, dog. they hear like phantom smokes. Well, they, had, they heard footsteps all above the top. Well, that's what, yeah. that's what they had here. <laughs> wind so uh black dog was a bit rough <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna head into the warmth of james's bed set and studio uh, flat. <laughs> james's studio flat and uh actually talk about some of the places we visited because it was almost impossible <laughs> actually in the locations i've got sand in my mouth that's how bad that wind is i've got a mouth of sand <laughs> so uh as you may have noticed Nice ghost walk turned into just a pub crawl. Um, yeah, we, we picked a bad night because <laughs> the two pubs we wanted. To... How many forks for this? <laughs> Sorry, James is trying to make us an after pub cup of tea. So this is considering most of our listeners are American. Yeah, this is the most English thing they've ever heard. Oh yeah, no, an after pub cup of tea. Um, I have one sugar or well, one fork I've sorry James hasn't got any spoons so one fork full of sugar please I've put two in there that'll do because that's a spoon <laughs> two forks <laughs> two is one forks. spoon two forks good place yeah but what we've done is we've. it was really impossible to talk in those pubs <laughs> cheers got our teas cheers um, we've come back to James's studio apartment and we're going to talk about some of the places we went and some local Spook fests. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Can I ask you a question? Spook, which is... spook fest is generally like an event like for children at Halloween. <laughs> can I ask you a question? What? Am I sleeping there? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you didn't tell me to be like this. <laughs> I know. I knew if I gave you the details, you wouldn't want to stay here. So I was like, <laughs> I've been conned into sleeping on the floor. It's a fucking bed sit. Yeah, but you got the rug. I feel like that. That's like that. Like yeah, it's almost as good as my mattress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? What did you picture? Oh, do you know what I mean? It's my first ever place. I know. I just thought there'd be a sofa. <laughs> Not even a carpet. Wood floor. <laughs> oh, that'll do. That'll do. Back in. <laughs> Chai tomorrow. 
So we're perched on the end of James's bed. <laughs> futon. Sorry, I got it wrong. Right, I'm just going to be honest with the listeners. Um, I live in a bed sit on a futon. <laughs> right. Um, when I listen to this Stone Cold Sober, I'll be like, this cut, never funny. cut it all. Yeah, yeah it's not even funny. You're cut it drunk, all. Though. Okay. Right, let's carry okay, on. Okay, so what happened was we went to the Black Dog, as you heard. Um, they had a madness tribute band. <laughs> so, <laughs> get this through this. So, it wasn't, it wasn't the, the, the spook fest we envisioned. Is there nothing to, to kind of harpoon a spook fest like Welcome to the House of Fun? Yeah. You can't. So, we saw. Nothing, nothing fun about it. We had our drink and. Uh, I saw my mate from school. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jim, James's mate from school and skedaddled. Um, but tell me about the black dog, mate. Right, with well, black dog, the pub. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically, I I've heard that it's the oldest pub in Weymouth, and other people said that tonight. But there's a rivalry between the boot and the black dog. However, black dog has have has had spooks. <laughs> <laughs> the black dog's had a couple of shenanigans, um, involving spirits. Of of a nature of pints being smashed about, right after hours, footsteps being heard upstairs, right. Um, I think like lights. I think they're always playing with lights. I said about that lamp when I said it. It's a classic, classic. Uh, yeah, yeah, pub but, ghost. Yeah, yeah, just pub ghost. Um, running up tabs that they're not going to pay for. Just, yeah, <laughs> just being unreasonable, getting uh, tribute bands in <laughs> last minute. <laughs> booking, <laughs> booking, booking a madness tribute band. <laughs> Online, <laughs> fest, oh, who paid for this? <laughs> Can't unbook this. Um, but yeah, no, that's what I've heard about the Black Dog. Um, obviously, when we were in there, it was quite hard to. But they're they're both of a period of kind of what period would you say they are? These pubs, fourteenth century. So around there, they've all got beams and um, low ceilings and old lanterns and stuff like that. So they're quite like nice looking pubs, to be fair. In terms of they, they suit that kind of period of. If anyone does does know Weymouth and does know these pubs, I want to start up this real rivalry between the boot and the black dog. Who's the oldest? I want to know. I'm interested as well because obviously I'll, I'll share this with people who I know locally and see if I can get some. They both out. claim to be the oldest in Weymouth. Also, what was the other one? The White Hart? The White Hart is one that was mentioned. Yeah, my, my friend who we met in the black dog. We said to him, <clears throat> is the boot or the black dog the oldest pub in Weymouth? And he said, it's the White Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said a completely so, different pub. <laughs> so we didn't go to the White Hart. So joke's on us. But uh, apparently that's like, that was an old, what did he say, Tudor house? Yeah, yeah. Like an old Tudor house, but I've never heard that. Mm. We have a Tudor house as well, on the other side of the bridge, but it's like a tourist attraction. Right. But yeah, um, another well, another ghost story I have is the one I was going to tell you, is the rail dog. Right, and this is in Portland. This is the Portland one. And this is the one you've been saving up, so this is good. Hold on, all this slog you've gone through, it's going to be worth it for the rail dog. I hope so. Right. Right, so basically, in the the times of Portland Stone being prominently like a lot bigger, obviously I told you earlier about Rabbit and stuff like that, and there's folklore around that, but quarrymen used to uh, obviously work in the quarries all the time. And there used to be this dog that would go around with the quarrymen, and it would it would be you know it became quite close to them and we just it was just a while like it did, no one owned it it would just it follow them around to you imagine them in their overalls and you know right. pickaxes and all that walking around this dog with big like picture like a really shaggy like um, a dog I don't know how to, almost like an Irish wolfhound that kind of look, right, okay. looking dog yeah well, something like that that's how I imagine it in my head anyway but th- this story is almost like there there's loads of these types of stories in different 
places of like a spectre dog or or like a or uh, the black dog or maybe the black dog could the black be, dog it'd be quite interesting to see if the black dog is based around the mm. smoke story because it could be I don't know where the name comes from um, but basically this dog used to follow them all around and it was really friendly but then one day it some it snapped at this quarryman who used to look after it and they got into like a like it jumped up on him I can imagine with the paws on his chest and they were like he's trying to get this dog off him and they both ended up rolling down the cliff right and killing both of them. Oh, they both died. Yeah, yeah. So the dog almost like jumped to him, and then they mm-hmm. fell together. <clears throat> and then from then onwards, this dog has been seen up there on, when it's misty on the on on the cliffs and of right. Portland and all around. But you can hear it like howling in the night mm. and appearing by the quarries and stuff like that, and just like being like almost like a spectre dog. Mm. But there's loads of I've, there's loads of stories of stuff like that. Wherever I, I listened to one where. Um, someone was going for a wood and, on a horseback and they saw a dog chasing them and led them out of the woods and then when they got out of the woods because they were being chased by someone the dogs then disappeared mm. but if you look into spectre dogs there's a big thing around them like they're either, they're either really bad omens or they can sometimes be helpful but a lot of the time they will I don't know, really just trickery really and appear and disappear and they, they, they hang around on moors and mist and they're quite yeah, famous yeah. But yeah, I like the I like the idea when you feel, when you primarily think of ghosts, you you assume that it's going to be you know it's humans and people. But I think the idea of like a ghost or a, of an animal or something like that, especially like a a dog, I always picture. I think a good reference probably um, the one out of Harry Potter. I don't know if you've seen like what Sirius yeah, Black yeah. turns into. That's kind of how I imagine it. It's interesting how like you hear a few of these like ghost dog stories. So you, um, you're familiar with them? You've heard yeah, some yeah, I've heard a few. Like you say, just not nothing in particular, but like the whole idea of them appearing in the mist on the moors. Yeah, uh, almost like Hound of the Baskervilles, like Sherlock Holmes, that yep. sort of thing. But um, it's interesting how, because as humans, dogs are loyal companions, so we attribute personalities to dogs. That's particular. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But you would never see like ghost heron because we don't think of them like. What do you mean, like a ghost, like the bird, or yeah, the fish, yeah. Uh, the bird, you like ghost pigeon? You'd never happen. Ghost pigeon, ghost pigeon, would be a great film. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't think of them as having personality, so you don't think of a ghost of it being creepy. But because we think of dogs as being like so, it's, it's, it comes down to culture, surely. I, yeah. I, I can imagine in in other cultures there'd be a, ghost, a crane or something. I actually think Tiss talked about this um, way back on one of our early episodes. He said about maybe there are <laughs> other animals that we see ghosts of. We don't really think much of it, and it's just like we thought we saw a pigeon, but it's actually a ghost. You wouldn't be looking for it, would you? So yeah, exactly. You so you'd never know. You wouldn't be looking for those animals as being ghosts. Well, now you mention it, white pigeons have always made me feel a bit suspicious. Okay, <laughs> okay, just chop, just. I don't know. Though. I like the idea of actually a, a dog being like a spirit or a ghost, and, and almost like a guardian. I see it more as a guardian rather than something that's actually scary or you know, guarding a specific area. Like, you, you, we think of dogs as guard dogs anyway, I don't know, yeah. typically, so... You know what, as well, though? The idea of protecting <clears throat> something or, like, holding, being part of the island. Seeing a ghost in my house would be scary. Yeah. But oh, the idea of seeing a little ghost version of my old dog, Alan... Yeah, you took The idea of seeing a ghost it, Alan would be... <clears throat> I'd really love that. See a little ghost Alan. I think it'd be quite calming. Yeah. To see see an animal, I imagine like a loved animal or something like that. I don't imagine because it's is it because we don't feel threatened by them? I guess like if, I don't know. But if, then if I saw a shaggy dog with like red eyes that was chasing me, all yeah, morning, that's like, different. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean? a bit creepy. Like red eyes across the fucking the moor. It's 
bit creepy. Well, it? I mentioned earlier, but I don't think we were recording, but um, another massive thing in Portland is the Pirate Graveyard. Oh, yeah, okay, go on, you mentioned it to me. So the Pirate Graveyard is really early, obviously, around the time, obviously, because I think there was a... Weymouth <coughs> is quite famous for smugglers back in the back in the day. Yeah. So there's a place in Osmonton. A lot Os- of, like, coves, smugglers' coves. You've been stuff. to Smugglers Inn before? That's, like, that's on a I cove, have. so... I think there's literally a place called Smugglers Cove near here, right? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? There might be, but there's a place called Smugglers... This is what was quite funny. If anyone listens to this will be like, oh my God, he lives here, he doesn't know any of these things. But Smugglers Inn is a place in Osmonton, which is a, a restaurant. Right. But it's like an old pub. Like, again, same kind of period of the pubs we went to tonight. But that... They used to hide all of their rum and beer yeah, and stuff yeah. back in the day. The smugglers would hide it there, and that's obviously how it got its name. But I think, yeah, there would have, because of where we are on the coast, obviously it would have been a place where pirates and would have passed. And Pirates' Graveyard, I need more evidence on this, really, but in the graveyard, the, the graves are really, really old, and on one of them there is a skull and crossbones, so that's where it gets That's really cool. And you and said it's really amazing. on a grave, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's really big as well, and you can see that, obviously, so it might be a mark of a pirate, obviously, buried there. Mm. And that's right next to the beach as well. You have steps that lead down to a massive beach near there. But apart from that, I really don't know that much about it. Just know that, obviously, like, the idea of pirate, what would you do? What would you rather see a pirate ghost or like a cowboy ghost? I love pirates and I love cowboys. I love westerns. Billy the Kid. But that's like America. I it feel seems... pirates as being more like English and cowboys being like more love American. I'd love to yeah. Imagine seeing like a pirate ghost in like a boat. But then pirate, it depends what type of America. Cause you, you said you like ghost ships. What do you know about like ghost ships? I don't know anything. I just love the idea of a ghost ship. You have never heard a story of a ghost ship? No. I've never heard I of love the idea but of a ghost ship. They're quite though. like a well-known thing yeah. on it, but I don't know. It's like when a ship went down, sunk, but then they still see it. I love the idea of a ghost ship. But isn't um, Weymouth has some link to the plague, the Black Plague? Yeah, there's a, there's a plaque on the harbour in gold, and it was the, it's the first place. <laughs> <laughs> no claim to fame. <laughs> first place for the plague. They're proud of it. What? They're proud of it. I'm proud of it. I don't know why. Go on, what is it? Sorry. <laughs> the black plague. A gold plaque. We fucked up the country. <laughs> it's gold. Isn't it like one in five people died from the plague? <laughs> this entire country, this way of like, we. No, they don't show about it. And they've got like, it's, it's little plaque down the harbour. It's not, if you didn't, if you didn't know it was there, you'd miss it. Right. And it just I've says. I've never seen it. I've been exact, here my whole exactly. life. Exactly. Yeah, it. yeah. I, I, we walked past harbour earlier. I should have right. shown you. But Solid like, gold. <laughs> <laughs> It might be bronze. I hope it is. <laughs> it's not gold, is it? I it hope it's not gold. That's what made me laugh. <laughs> but it just says just a casual it just, like it just says solid gold plaque. Says, you probably miss it. it just says small. <laughs> you probably miss it. It's just this solid gold plaque. <laughs> it just says small text. Black plague started here. What does it actually say? It says sixteen fifty eight or something. Black plague started. Here. That's it. Tell your friends. Hashtag. Brackets <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> Please don't judge us. We didn't mean it. Hashtag whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky. That's a spook for you. Yeah, but imagine if you saw a ghost of someone who had the plague. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, spooky Weymouth. It started well. I'm trying to think what else, what else we got. So, for people listening, what I'm going to do is, um, like it or not, I feel like this is going to be the first episode of 2017. So this isn't how we mean to go on. Think of this as a minor distraction, and then the real stuff will start next week. What do you think about what? Right, I just want to. This is this is my um, sign off. Okay, 
I've got in front of me uh, the book of the Buddha, Sayings for Life, right? Mm-hmm. And um, everyone listening, I want you to use this how you want it. The mind is the sea for a man. Its data are made of mental states. Whoever o- overcomes its data is called one who has crossed the sea of mind, which it was. It's too long. What was he trying to get at? Its whirlpools with its sharks, its demons crossed over gone, beyond the barren, stands on dry land. Now, scrap that. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a poem. What you've written it? This is a famous way of poem. I'm not even joking. Okay, really? Yeah. Granddad told me it. Hold on to your hats, guys. Right. Okay. Four and twenty ponies trotting through the dark. Laces for a lady. Letters for a spy. Face the wall, my darling, as the gentlemen go by. Oh. Is that really a old famous way of poem? Yeah. What's it mean? Oh, fuck! Fine. Fuck! Do I know? Till next time. How did you know about Lawrence of Arabia? No, okay, yeah, let's talk about Lawrence of Arabia. Um, basically, Lawrence of Arabia, for those of you who don't know, um, sort of famous English soldier who went out to the Arabic nations, which are now the UAE, and almost aligned them all to work as a solid community rather than and, and help them and train them as soldiers. Um, so he's massively respected over there and respected as a warrior and a soldier here. And he lived he lived in Dorset. And I believe um, he was friends with Thomas Hardy. This is what my granddad tells me, so I don't know if it's true. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But he lived in Morton, and he actually died in a motor- motorbike accident. This isn't a ghost story, it's more of a conspiracy. Is it a conspiracy around his death, how he died? Yeah, that's what think... granddad was talking about last yeah, night yeah. dinner. Some people say, yeah, because some locals say that he didn't die in that way. But I read that he died in a motorcycle accident. And that he there are... Um, Dorchester is a town over from Weymouth, and there are supposed sightings of Lawrence of Arabia in the Antelope. Yeah, that's the ghost story part. Yeah, in the Antelope, and he appears in his like motorcycle gear yeah, that's right. by the fire. But that's about, that's about all I know. But the controversy is that a lot of people, it's told that he died in a motor accident, a motorbike accident, but a lot of people think he was killed, was assassinated. He's a bit of a controversial figure, right, <clears throat> for some people. By who? Fucked if I know. Until next time... <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I heard about a ghost in a railway once. No, there's that, that ghost I told you about. Okay. He's hanging around in the railway tunnel. Yeah. And they people go to Dorchester. Oh. And he's still like, oh, stop the train. They go straight over. They can't stop the train. He's an old, oh, the highwayman ghost. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Did you know they tried to, uh, they tried to reenact it? Yeah, yeah, no, they, they got arrested. Until <laughs> next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you what else is near here. What? The Hangman's Cottage. Yeah, but you keep asking me about these things, but we haven't got enough facts about them. Like, That's why I told you to research. <laughs> I did research, like... The Hangman's Cottage um, in Dorchester, which isn't far from here, was the site of the last uh, hanging... Yeah, it's the last ever hanging. Of, in the UK, yeah, they hung a woman there. You can visit Dorchester Tourist <laughs> Board. <laughs> She's still up there. Because we've got no facts. We've got no right. facts. Have you heard about this? Anyone listening to this who's actually from Weymouth or Dorset is going to be like, this is... They downloaded it, they saw an episode called Haunted Weymouth, and they're like, oh, that's interesting, I learned about this area, let's hit learn. And they're like, I fucking knew more than that. Yeah, we went to a pub to ask them if it was the oldest pub in the country, in the town, and it was too loud because madness is blowing, so we made up some shit. You still recording this? Yeah. Yeah. Turn it off. Alright, okay, well, if you want to go on the blog, you know what I might do? I might do a little bit of research myself and put some more interesting links <laughs> for you to go and read. If you want, if you want a good pub crawl, 
Come down the way, man. Yeah, well, we had a nice night out. You can go on the blog, it's weirdtales and the unexplainable.blogspot.com. If you want to contact us, and don't worry, this may be the start of 2017, uh, but we've got some really good stuff planned <laughs> for this year. Happy New Year. Already, yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you have a fantastic 2017. 2016 was a load of shit. It sucked. So much bad stuff happened, but if this show is anything to go by, 2017's looking great. Um, we, Me and the boys have got some really great... Um, me and the lads got some really great um, episodes planned, but like you know, <laughs> getting out there episode plans. We're going to some places. We're going to do some walkabout episodes. Better than this one. <laughs> We're going to visit some places that, and some of them are places that people have been really heavily requesting us to do. So we look forward to that. They're going to be up in the early parts of this year. You can contact us. Say hi. Say happy new year. Um, say you love us. It's unexplainableuk at mail dot com. You can download us on iTunes and everywhere else, and you can rate us on iTunes, and we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we've been getting some really amazing donations recently, and if you want to do that, it's on the blog too. Um, and the guys aren't here to give you the Twitter handles, but I'm at Bob Shoy. Uh, Beef is at Martin1Luke. <laughs> and Tiss is at Tissy <laughs> Baby. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, you got a, oh, you've got a pun for Weymouth. Um, let's, let's go for one, right? Devil in the boot. Um, until next time. Until next time, how a boot you don't stop listening. <laughs> Come back next time because it's going to be better. How a boot. Because the boot in. I know that's the best we're going to get. Oh, how, until next time, how's a boot that for an episode? Because the boot. Because the boot in. The old boot. Devil in the boot. <clears throat> Who's Jim? They've summoned Jim up to the DJ booth. Okay, I think we're all about witnesses karaoke. This is why this is why this ghost haunts this pub. I tell you that. Oh. It went out to six. How many people? Oh, the pledge can't describe what's happening. Oh, that's a good one. I don't fucking blame the ghost, I'm telling you. I don't, if I was down to anyone, it's them.
<laughs> One paper round that would change his life. The worst film of 2017. <laughs> the Whistler. <laughs> Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs> 